0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Harmonious World. This time I'm joined by Extended Trio, which is Oscar Rossignoli on piano, Matt Booth on bass, and Brad Webb on drums. Oscar has already been on this podcast he was episode 69 almost exactly a year ago oscar matt and brad are based out of new orleans and they've captured something of the city in the trio the latest album is called without notice and i hope you're looking forward to uh listening to extended trio as much as i am so welcome to the extended trio. This is very exciting. So I've got Brad, Matt and Oscar. And uh, I've already spoken to Oscar uh, almost exactly a year ago. So uh, that's exciting. And Without Notice is out now. It's a fantastic album. And I've, The one thing I really want to talk to you about is all three of you compose and all three of you improvise. And I want to find the kind of understand how that works. So who wants to start?
1: Brett wants to start, I right feel. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as, uh, Matt, Matt and Oscar can chime in on this, but I don't necessarily see there as being that much of a difference between improvising and composition. Mm-hmm. I think it just uh, the kind of time frame of it. You know, improvising is composing in the moment and composition is improvising in maybe a bit longer form. You know, maybe a bit of a broad <laughs> brush over that, but generally speaking, that's kind of how I, I, I think about it. Um, as far as like us as composers, that's been something that's been like kind of the forefront. It, it It's not something that we gonna, that we die on that shield. You know, we have played other arrangements or tunes we haven't wrote, but because all three of us compose, we're able to kind of generate a lot of repertoire that way. And so we're not against recording music we haven't written. We just haven't found anything that we haven't written that we like more than the stuff that we write.
0: (laughs) Right. Okay. Um, So how does that work? Uh, So, so Brad, you're the drummer. So Mm -hmm. when you walk in with, Ideas? Do you work? Do you walk in mainly with rhythmic ideas, or are they also harmonic and melodic?
1: Um, I I think the irony is that I write the least amount of rhythm in my charts. Um, (laughs) Half 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 my charts don't even have bar lines, and and I do write harmony and and bass lines and all that stuff. But but something that we we all strive for. And that we're also encouraged to do so is at the (laughs) moment, any one of us brings something to a rehearsal, it's opened up for discussion. Matt and Oscar have just as much of a right and are encouraged to give their opinions and to change anything in my compositions as with the other two as well.
2: And that's that's really something that has developed over time. Like we've been playing together for about six years, and this is our third album. So that that process of how we work together on each other's compositions has evolved to that point. Like I think in the first couple of years, someone would bring in a song. That's it. You know, we might we might tinker with it a little bit, or, or someone might throw in an idea. But now really over the last two or three years, three years, it's, it's kind of developed where when someone brings in a song, like Brad said, it's immediately with, we sort of like surrender it to the group um, in a good way because it's now sort of like being workshopped. And if someone has an idea for an intro or an outro, or why doesn't the solo section just stay on these two measures? It's, it's like, it's a, it's really a a wonderfully fun process for us to workshop a new song. And, and, you know, some of them are still evolving and and we'll still keep tinkering with the form or, or, or something with, with some of the songs. So.
0: And I guess you trust each other enough so that you, you know, that this comes from a good place and, you know, it's not about kind of egos and all of that sort of stuff. And it's about working together. So Oscar, sorry, you were gonna say something.
3: Yeah, no, I was gonna say like we are, yeah, definitely we trust each other and, and respect each other's opinions. And sometimes one of us wants to push a little harder to one direction. And then after after a few tries, okay, let's try it, you know, and things like that, it's very, I don't know, it's, it's, it's it, it happens very naturally. And we are also very comfortable with incomplete complete ideas, just bringing stuff that, hey, I don't know what to do with this. Let's try it, let's see if Extended can make something out of this composition that I've tried before, but it was never comfortable with the results. And uh, yeah, we, we like to navigate uh, music that way.
0: Right, And and you all <laughs> play in different ensembles as well as the Extended Trio. So presumably there are times when you create something and you think that actually, that's not right for extended, it's gonna i will do it with somebody else or something like that. Does that happen?
3: Uh, well, to, to me, yes, to me, it, it, it does happen. They have some compositions that say, yeah, I don't think I want to play with this extended. This is for something else. It's like a different animal. And it's, I've noticed that it's mainly when the ideas are too solid or too clear. It's like, oh, I know this, what it is. I. I no, extended to say we make something out of nothing or
0: something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, for for me, that's actually how I like booked the first gig for this band is that I had already put out a record with a quintet where I was writing all the music for it. And it was kind of my first foray into like truly composing and having ideas. And I had music that didn't work for the quintet. And I got Matt and Oscar on a gig, just a Brad Webb trio gig. And these tunes that didn't have a place immediately found a place in the hands of these two guys. And the group was kind of off running ever since.
0: Yeah. It's clear there's a chemistry between the three of you. The, these, are, these are beautiful tracks, but, and I love the fact that they, the the three of you flow into each other and that there are times when you're kind of, you, something gets picked up between the instruments, which is, which is great.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That that's, and that's a good catch on your part to hear that. Cause that's that, some of my favorite times in the songs, both on this record and when we play them live are when we're sort of like in a, in a no man's land of like, what's, is this a piano solo? Is this a bass solo? Is this still part of the tune? Yeah. Like what, what is happening right now? And like the way that we can work with sections like that um, is, is one of the most exciting things about our music to me.
3: You know, speaking about that, uh, I, was, uh, I was talking with a friend of ours, proper player Steve Lance, here in New Orleans. and He was telling me, man, I finally uh, finished listening to Extended's album. Say, like, finally? What do you mean? So, well, I kept playing it and doing something else and I couldn't do it because then the song would take me to a different, like, wait, what is that? Oh, I guess the moment is gone. What is happening now? I have to go listen to it. Like, yeah, I like that. I guess it's keeping people always on the edge. Like, oh man, what's going to happen now?
0: Yeah, this isn't background music, is it? Because you, yeah, know, I, so. I found <laughs> that, I, you know, I, I was listening to it. I was listening to the album and, and going, I, I every once in a while, I had to kind of go back and start a track again so that I could yeah. kind of understand where it had gone because I'd kind yes. of gone, what? what?
3: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Very good. um So, Oscar, I know a bit about your background because you obviously appeared last year on Harmonious World. So Brad and Matt, can you tell me how you've ended up here and how you've ended up in this trio? So Matt, do you want to start?
2: Sure. Yeah, I ended up moving to New Orleans from Pittsburgh where I studied music in college. I lived in Pittsburgh for 10 years and I moved to New Orleans uh, in 2015 and uh, met Brad and Oscar separately just in the sort of New Orleans gig scene. Um, there's, there's a really there's like plentiful music happening here all the time, a lot of gigs to be played and it's, you can really meet a lot of people pretty quickly. So I met both Brad and Oscar just playing on other people's gigs. Um, and when Brad, as Brad was saying this, this trio originally formed playing a gig of Brad's um, and I was, ex- you know, I hadn't worked with either of them a whole lot, but I was excited to work with them more in in this trio. And it's as as you were saying, it just it feels very natural. Um, and the more that we've worked at it, it just it it feels like it just keeps getting better and easier. And like it kind of feels like we're just getting started now, even though we've been playing for six years. And I would imagine I. Ideally, it will continue to feel that way. Um, but yeah, so that, that's how I ended up here. And I, like you were saying, I also play with a number of different band leaders and different sort of styles of music. Um, I kind of came up playing more rock music um, than jazz, uh, but and still still kind of enjoy playing rock music and funk and country and all sorts of different stuff.
0: Yeah, and um, Brad, are you a native New Orleans? I'm
2: um,
1: not native to New Orleans, but I'm native to South Louisiana. I was born and raised in Lafayette, Louisiana. Uh, I about two and a half hours west west of here, um, kind of in the heart of Cajun country. Um, I grew up um, classically trained. Uh, I was a classical percussionist. My kind of ticket out of Louisiana was. uh, I went to the Boston Conservatory and studied classical music. Um, When I left Louisiana, my goal was to be in a symphony orchestra. Um, That kind of quickly dissipated as I didn't really enjoy that life. Um, I didn't. I didn't like the the lack of creativity in the classical world. Only in its like practice and its application, the music itself. I'll I'll listen. I listen to classical music and love being immersed in that world. But I was very much more interested in, in improvisation and creating something new and not just kind of regurgitating old ideas. Um, so as soon as I left Boston, I moved back home, as opposed to any other city, I kind of got a bit homesick. Um, I didn't like cold weather, so uh, I, I kind of <laughs> came back home. Um, I've been in New Orleans now for about 12 years. Uh, I moved the summer of 2010 and already had some friends that were playing music here. That's kind of how I met Oscar when Oscar went to LSU. A couple guys that I know from there um, introduced me to him. And it was kind of obvious even back then that he was going to like he was kind of taking taking New Orleans by storm, even though he hadn't actually lived in New Orleans yet. The moment he actually started, got an apartment in New Orleans, it was like everybody kind of wanted a piece of him um, and everybody kind of still does. Um, And like Matt said, like the the New Orleans music scene, there's pros and cons to everything. But one of the big pros of playing music here is that they're really it's a big city in its attitude, but it's not a big city. I, I like to say that New Orleans is a city with Napoleon syndrome. It's the little guy that says, no, I could be a big city too, just watch. But population-wise, we're tiny, size-wise, we're tiny. Um, maybe it's why I, I live here. Um, you might not be able to see it, but uh, I'm a towering five to um, five, three, depending <laughs> on how much sleep I get. Um, but uh, we, there's no clicks. Like if you're a jazz guy, you will play a funk gig If you're a fucking guy, you will play a jazz gig. If you only are interested, like you kind of, the scenes aren't big enough and the music scene wants everyone to mix. Um, The cliche is that new Orleans is a gum is is a gumbo pot. You know, it's like, you just throw in a bunch of stuff and see what happens. And although I kind of hate that cliche and it gets abused a bit, musically speaking, Matt and I probably wouldn't have met each other because we would have both been playing in our different cliques. If it was a different city. Oscar and I probably wouldn't have met because we would have been playing with our various cliques in our isolated music worlds. But in new Orleans, that just doesn't happen. You know, that's so good. uh, Yeah. It's one of the beautiful things about playing music here is that you'll be on a gig with four people who have completely different musical backgrounds. Um, It's why we're a new Orleans band that doesn't sound very new Orleans, but Mm -hmm. yeah, you know,
0: yeah and actually i think that's true i think there are there are um there's a there's a real complexity about this music that uh, oh, i hate to generalize. I, I won't generalize but you know you, you there's a there's a style of well, the music that we expect to come from new orleans and this isn't it
3: so whether yeah that's because i know what you you're all had different experiences
0: yeah. elsewhere
2: <laughs> it's, it's true it's, yeah, and it's, David, it's,
0: Go on, Matt. Sorry, go ahead, Oscar. <laughs> no, Matt, you go.
2: Okay. I was just going to say, even though musically, like it might not sound like New Orleans jazz or what you'd expect from, from New Orleans music, I still think that the time that we have all spent playing New Orleans music and being New Orleans musicians and playing as much as we all are able to play here has had an effect on the music that we make together. So and I don't I don't think that that is possible to come across like from hearing it, but I know that I know that it's it's there. Like we wouldn't sound the same that we do if we were formed in Minneapolis or Chicago or Los Angeles. Like right. you know, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I think the
3: the, the conversational aspect of music. Uh, it's stronger in us because we live in this city. Uh, I was playing jazz before moving to New Orleans, but I f- feel like I learned how to communicate with the other musicians and the audience in this city. So even if we don't play second line, you know, uh, or or that kind of rhythm, like there's still what the sense of community in, in music and otherwise is still present.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's at a
1: great point. The, at, on the surface, it might not appear that we're very New Orleans sounding band or a New Orleans band, but at its like makeup and in its attitude, it is very much, uh, very much a New Orleans band. And because of what what they both just said, its attitude and its makeup, and maybe even just like the joyfulness as well, like the levity that we give to what some people would call very serious music. You know, we we treat this music very seriously and and we are a serious, serious band. We just don't take ourselves too seriously. And I think that's a very New Orleans attribute that I hope we never lose.
0: Right. That's brilliant. That's really good. Well, thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate your time. I know, you know, you're all short of time. You've all got lots of things going on. So thank you very much for joining me uh, for this podcast.
1: Thank you, Harry. Later y'all.
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to that conversation with Oscar, Matt and Brad. (laughs) It was very interesting. And uh, I've left in some of the bits where they speak over each other because it was actually really interesting and I wanted to convey something of the way that they converse as well as the way that they perform musically i love this album so without notice from extended trio which is oscar rossignoli matt booth and brad Webb. at the beginning of this podcast you were listening to sphere and this is now the title track without notice I always say at the end of this podcast, please do rate and review. If you're on Apple Podcasts, if you scroll right the way down to on the page from this show, then you should be able to see a bit that says rate and then write a review. And if you could, that would be really good. If you're on anything else, I think the same thing. It's, it's probably down near the bottom. But if you could rate and review, that would be great because it would really help people find me. I have a huge number of extraordinary musicians, some of whom I've already recorded, some of whom are on the list to be recorded in the next few weeks. But if you think I'm missing somebody, then please let me know. All of the links to find me are in the show notes. So please do get in touch. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Thanks for joining me once more for Harmonious World.